from the 30-yard line. Singleton with running room. And then he turns on the Jets past the 50-yard line. Stays in bounds. They will not catch him. Singleton all the way for a 70-yard touchdown. Welcome to the Pipeline Award-Winning Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jason Gibbs. You can find us on Twitter at Pipeline underscore. You can find us coming through your speakers right now. We do it every single week, Fantasy Friday, in which we go through DraftKings $200,000 Saturday kickoff contest, $50,000 to first place. We can't do any of it without bringing in the absolute best in the biz, NCAF Nation 24-7. Ryan, how are we doing? Doing good. Um, I found quite a few long shot plays that are going to make people really happy this week when they fill the lineups out, so I can't wait to... uh, let everyone know which players that is. Absolutely. And if you haven't followed us, if you haven't listened to us, I'll give you a quick rundown of how it works. So DraftKings has a salary cap and it's $50,000 and each player has an assigned salary. Superstars cost more and the longer shots cost less. So you kind of got to mix and match and try to maximize the amount of points you score so you can bring home that cash. We've been close over the last few weeks. We're getting closer and closer. And I'll tell you guys this, whether you're a, a newbie or an old veteran, I know personally people in Pipeline family. And then last week, what they did was they read the article, filled out a lineup, and they walked home with, I, th- I think, a couple thousand dollars in cash. I mean, that's unbelievable that we're giving us away free Bring in Ryan, the best in the business, giving it away for free. All you got to do is listen to a pod and read an article and you could be well on your way to winning some money. And before I go any further, Ryan's article that's out every week will be in the description of the pod. So make sure you read it. More information's better than less. Let's get right to it. As always, we start at the top with quarterbacks and our top plays. And Ryan, this week we have C.J. Stroud and Stetson Bennett, both of them a little bit higher price tag. But what do you think about those guys? C.J. Stroud will be my favorite uh, play of the week. You just know he's going to throw for three to five touchdowns, maybe more than that. He's got a matchup against Maryland. The, the Terps haven't impressed me this season when they play somebody with a pulse. Besides Michigan, they they got beat last week by Penn State. They they just haven't been looking as good as I thought they would. and. C.J. Stroud's got so many weapons that he's going he's gonna to put up the points. Now, at 9,600, he's very expensive. But like I mentioned earlier, I found some excellent long shots this week that will allow you to play C.J. Stroud. So I'll definitely have him in a few of my lineups. So Stroud having a $9,600 price tag. Now, if you think about this, the average price, if you just divided up the $50,000 evenly, is going to be $6,250. So if you go for a guy like Stroud, who's going to be much higher price, you're going to have to shave off some salary elsewhere. As Ryan alluded to, he has found some long shots that we'll get into a little bit later in the pod. And Stroud having such a high price tag could end up being a contrarian play because a lot of people aren't going to want to dump that much salary, even though Stroud's a superstar. And as we talked about on last pod, he had that rough game with Northwestern a couple weeks ago. And what did we say he was going to do next, last week? He was going to come out and have an unbelievable game because he wants to win that Heisman and he wants to put Ohio State in the playoffs, and that's exactly what he did. Maybe look for more of the same this week. For your value plays, 
couple of good names here, and then a couple forgotten guys. Got Clayton Toon, Max Duggan, Jaden Delara, Quinn Ewers, and Cameron Ward. Out of this group, Ryan, who have we got an eye on? Clayton Toon at 8,100 against East Carolina is, is going to be a great play. He's averaging 32.3 points per game this season. He's got one of the top wide receivers in the nation to throw the ball to. He can also run the ball. So he, he's an excellent play. Uh, Max Duggan, you, you expect him to get back on track after an off game last week, but Baylor could, could be a little tricky, but at 8,000, I think Duggan might be a lower own this week. So he could be a good contrarian play. Uh, I'm, I'm going to stay with Quinn Ewers at 6,900. I know a lot of people think he might be injured. Something's going on. He definitely doesn't look as good as he did earlier in the season. Something's going on with him, but playing against Kansas, that's that's a revenge game for Texas. They want to make a statement. And I think Kansas, you know, the defense is vulnerable. So it's 6,900. I'm, I'm willing to go back to the well with Quinn Ewers. Heaven help the Longhorns if they lose to Kansas yet again. <laughs> I think the boosters might be after Steve Sarkeesian <laughs> on that one. For your long shot plays, you already mentioned Clayton Toon going up against the ECU. Holton Aylers is a possibly great long shot play here. Yeah, I love uh, Aylers this week. I got him in probably 75% of my lineups this week so far. So he's averaging 24.4 points per game. He's only 6,200, which is, which is under the minimum price per player. And he's a guy that's he's been around for a long time and he's capable of of big games. I've seen him put up 40, 50 point fantasy games. So I believe East Carolina, you know, they're going to put up points against Houston. So at 6,200, he's one of the better long shot plays of the week. Hopefully the Pirates and the Cougs get into a shootout and maybe you have both those guys in your lineup and you'll just reap the rewards. Turning the page to running backs, our top plays, I think they've been almost top plays every single week, Bijan Robinson and Blake Corum. Bijan at 9,100, he's expensive, but he's averaging 27 points per game. If Quinn Ewers is injured or something's off with him, Texas should just look to pound a rock against, uh, against Kansas. So he he is expensive, but I'm willing to play him. I think he's going to get you 30 points this week at least and has potential for 40. Blake Corm every week has been an excellent play. Now, he does go up against Illinois, and Illinois, their defense isn't nothing to, to laugh at. You know, I mean, Illinois' defense is legit. So it will be a tougher game. So and with his price and Illinois being a tougher matchup, that could keep people off of him. People don't want to pay 8500 for a guy that has a tough matchup. So he, he, he might be a lower-owned play this week. For our value plays at running back, got quite a list here, quite a list with some big names, Deuce Vaughn, Braylon Allen, Will Shipley, among others. Ryan, I think you were the first person that I ever heard mention of Nicholas Singleton, and we've played him a couple times this year, and, man, has he paid off, and here he is again. Yeah, he's got that that boom factor to him. He he went off last week. He went off one week. I played him, I think it was against Auburn. So he has potential to go off. They they do kind of use the other other freshman running back Allen a lot too. But Singleton going up against Rutgers, 
at 5,800, I mean, I'm going to work him into some of my lineups, and it's not hard to do because he's, he's kind of cheap. So he's definitely a player like Michael Wiley at 6,200. He's an Arizona running back, and I don't think a lot of people know who he is. I mean, a lot of people just aren't familiar with the name, but he had a good game last week. He's He's been doing good. He's averaging 17 points per game, and I think that game could be high scoring. So he's a player I love, and then – you can't go wrong with Deuce Vaughn, Keaton Mitchell, Braylon Allen, Kendry Miller, man. I've, I've mentioned him every week, and he's DraftKings still hasn't caught on that he's a great running back. I mean, even last week when he struggled, he broke off that huge run for TCU for a touchdown. So at $6,800, if you play him, you, you can't go wrong with him either. One thing I've noticed about Miller is his ability to make people miss. There were a couple times last week where, you know, it looks like he's going to get stopped at the line of scrimmage, maybe a one or two yard gain, maybe one or two yard loss. And then I look up and it's second and three, you know, second and two. It's just unbelievable the way he makes people miss. And then he, like you said, he does have that ability to hit that home run. Yeah. I think he's fourth in the nation and like missed tackles created. So he's, He's making people just miss left and right. So, yeah, you're right on that. Yeah, and like you said, DraftKings hasn't caught up to it yet, and we will keep reaping the rewards for that as well. Long shot plays, couple guys that I don't think we've mentioned this year and very interesting because their salary is so low. So if we go up and get a guy like C.J. Stroud or B. John Robinson, we have these guys to kind of counteract that, and that's Nakia Watson and Dallin Hayden. What do you think about these two? Nakia Watson is the biggest lock, lineup lock I've, I've ever seen probably doing this podcast. He's the guy I mentioned that I found a guy. When I was looking through running backs, I scrolled down. I always go all the way down to the 3K to see who the minimum players are. But when I got to 3,800, I seen Nakia Watson. I was like, this, gotta, this has to be a mistake. Something, something's wrong here. And that's the kind of players that when I find them, I'm he's in every lineup of mine, you know. So at 3,800, he's averaging 20 points per game. His last two games, he's went slam off. This game against Arizona is going – it's going to be high scoring. So, I mean, at 3,800, he just has to be in your lineup. You can't leave him out for that price because he's going to get 15 to 25 points. Hopefully he gets 30 or 35. But even if he gets 15 – I mean, for 3,800, he allows you to play C.J. Stroud or B. John Robinson. So, you you know, you can't go wrong with that. If you don't want to play C.J. Stroud and you want to look elsewhere at quarterback, Dallin Hayton, he's an Ohio State running back. So, if Mayan Williams and Travion Henderson are out this week, which I, it's probably a good chance one of them would be out, maybe both of them, at $3,700, he's going to be a great play. He's only averaging eight points per game, but he hasn't had many chances. So he's a guy that could get 30 points this week and people just don't know who he is. So those two running back plays are just great this week. You can't go wrong with them. With Hayden, I will say you just need to check Saturday to see if the Ohio State running backs are playing. If they're not, you put both of these guys in your lineup and every other spot in your lineup is going to have an elite player like Nathaniel Dale, Marvin Harrison, Robinson, Stroud. You're gonna your your lineup is gonna look so good with them two in it. So just check the injury report. So to Ryan's point, the 
if for those that don't know, college football is run a little differently than the NFL, where the NFL is required to give injury reports and update them. Nobody likes to talk about it, but it's because the NFL is in bed with Las Vegas, and that matters to Las Vegas and betting lines and whatnot. And again, that's kind of a dirty little secret in the industry. The NCAA does not require that, and because they kind of turn a blind eye to betting on their games because they're dealing with quote unquote amateur athletes. So to Ryan's point, if you have a situation like Dallin Hayden, you're going to need to check the day of, you don't want to get stuck with putting them in your lineup. And then Mayan Williams plays or Travion Henderson play. They both play for whatever reason. And then you're kind of stuck with a guy who's going to probably get you only two or three points. So make sure you check those lines, especially for guys that have kind of been questionable or dinged up a little bit. Now, looking at receivers, we mentioned a couple guys already. For your top plays, Nathaniel Dell, Marvin Harrison Jr., and Jacob Cowing. Out of these three stars, who are you looking at the most? I'm looking at Jacob Cowing for, for Arizona just because I think that game is going to be so high scoring. I, I feel like I could stack Jaden Delora with Cowing, and then on the other side, I could come back with Watson at running back. So I think – Cowan is going to be lower on because he's he's you know he's not as big of a name as Marvin Harrison Jr. and Nathaniel Dale. So I believe you know at seventy six hundred you get a great value. He's averaging twenty three points per game, so he's going to be the one that's going to be in the most of my lineups now. Dale and Harrison Jr. they'll also be in a few of my lineups. You can't go wrong with either one, but out of those three, I'm going to go with the contrarian play of Jacob Cohen. And when you hear Ryan mention contrarian play, we talk about this quite a bit, but for those that are new to the pod, all we're saying is a guy who's low owned. For instance, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be high owned by a lot of people. So if you have them in your lineup and they do too, you're not going to gain on them in any way. But if you have cowing in your lineup and not many people do, and maybe Marvin Harrison has an off game, but cowing doesn't. Now you've gained on a tremendous amount of people. It's a great way to kind of leapfrog over the pack and we've mentioned Arizona a lot I think the casuals probably don't realize what strides Arizona has made and has improved I think a couple of years ago they were definitely one of the worst teams in the Pac-12 if not all of P5 and they really kind of turned it on got the upset last week continued kind of that up and to the right for Wildcats for our best value plays good list here I I love him so much and I was kind of surprised that his salary is still this low, and that's Zay Flowers at 6,900. Yeah, he went off last week. I think he had two touchdowns. The guy, he might be the second-best wide receiver in all of college football. He's definitely top five. Boston College has Emmett Moorhead out there. He's like a redshirt freshman, doesn't really have much experience, and Zay Flowers is making him look like, you know, Phil Dracovic did a few years ago. So. <laughs> This guy is – he's special. I mean, you can't go wrong. And when he's only 6,900, it's just so easy to get him in your lineup. Now, they do play Notre Dame, and I think that's that's kind of a tough matchup. But, you know, it's 6,900. You just can't go wrong with him. Uh, the two ECU players right here, Isaiah Winstead, C.J. Johnson, I'm definitely going to stack those guys with Holt and Ehlers uh, when I play Ehlers. So, I want to have one of those guys in my lineup, maybe both of them, maybe both of them go off. I might have a lineup with 
where I stacked both of them with Ehler. So, and then obviously here we go again, Xavier Worthy, 6,500. I mean, Quinn Ewers has been off lately, but he, he's still targeting Worthy a lot. Like, it, Worthy missed on like a few deep shots last week where Ewers overthrew it or maybe Worthy dropped one of them. But at 6,500, if I'm playing Ewers, I'm definitely stacking him with Worthy. Absolutely. Just hope for, especially some of these games like the ECU game, if they can get into a shootout, your chances of climbing that leaderboard go up and up. For our long shot plays, out of these three, Jatavian Sanders, Keyshawn Carter, Joseph Griffin Jr., who do you like out of those three the most? I like Keyshawn Carter. He's only 4K. He's averaging 12 points per game, but the last few weeks, he's I think he's been in 15 or more, maybe even – I think last week he might have had 20-plus points. So, like we said, that Houston game is going to be high scoring. If you play Clayton Toon and you want to – to get different from the field and get contrarian than stack Clayton Toon with Keyshawn Carter instead of Nathaniel Dale. And I think it could, it could definitely pay off. Joseph Griffin Jr. is only 3,300. If you put him in your lineup at wide receiver and you put Watson and Hayden at running back, you got three guys under 4K and you can get the top player at every, every other spot. So that's something interesting too that I might try out. A lot of value this week, a lot of hidden gems. And listening to this pod, reading Ryan's article, that is the information that you need. And that is, it's just invaluable. And again, we're doing it for free every week, just for the love of it. Let's take a look at our mock lineup number one, Ryan. QB, as you mentioned, Holton Ehlers, running back Dallin Hayden, running back Nakia Watson. Those are the two low, low price guys, allows you to get superstars in other spots. Wide receiver, Jacob Cowing. Wide receiver, Xavier Worthy. Wide receiver, Isaiah Winstead. Flex, Nathaniel Dale. And super flex, you always like to go with the quarterback, and here's Quinn Ewers. What do we think about this one? Yeah, I stacked Ehlers with Winstead. I stacked Ewers with Worthy. I got four wide receivers that are elite players. Cohen, Worthy, Winstead, Dale. So I'm hoping that the low price running backs go off and that these two quarterbacks can connect with those wide receivers I stacked them with for a few touchdowns. And that's that's what you need right there to win it. You need you need those stacks to pay off. And as we mentioned, he has Dallin Hayden in his lineup. I definitely want you guys to check the injury reports. I know personally of a guy last week who read Ryan's article, listened to the podcast and followed just tailed on one of the lineups. And Cedric, Cedric Tillman. Tillman ended up being out. And then man, you him. know, that lineup, man, was so good. I, I that's that was my $20 lineup, man. And I still <laughs> won $45. But if Cedric Tillman would have played, or if I it was nothing mentioned, he wasn't gonna play. If I would have played anybody Worthy. other than him and got 10 more points, I probably could have won over five hundred dollars with yeah. that lineup. Actually, one of the, the guys I was talking to, he said uh, he would have switched out um, Hyatt. He, now, he cashed anyway, but he would have been really high up in the cash. Oh, man, I, that lineup was was great. But when he didn't play, I was just – I couldn't believe it. I hadn't heard anything about him being – not playing, especially after he played against Georgia. I, I just – I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. But that's why I, I'm warning all you guys to just make sure you – you check your your lineups and the injury or not the injury report, but just the information on the that's out there on Twitter and 
and a lot of other places. For your mock lineup, number two, QB, Jaden Delara, running back Nakia Watson again, running back Braylon Allen. We've almost forgotten about Allen this year, and he came in with such high expectations. Wide receiver C.J. Johnson, wide receiver Keyshawn Carter, wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr., flex Dorian Singer, and your super flex Holt Naylor again. Yeah, I, I uh, stacked Jaden Delara with Dorian Singer. So instead of stacking him with Jacob Cohen, I went with Singer at 6,700. I think he'll be low owned, and that'll be a, a lesser owned stack. So uh, having Watson at, at running back for 3,800, that allowed me to get Braylon Allen. Braylon Allen, we know he's an excellent running back, and you just never know what week he could go off this year. He hasn't been as consistent, but at 7K, I'm willing to take a chance on him. And I stacked C.J. Johnson with with Aylers. Both of them are $6,200. I threw Marvin Harrison Jr. in there. If, if Ohio State goes off, scores 56, 63 points against Maryland, which they could, Harrison Jr. is going to have 100 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, so – I just wanted to get him in my lineup. Hopefully he goes off as three or four touchdowns because he can do it. And then I got Keyshawn Carter at 4K. I think he's he's a really good player. I remember when he played for Texas Tech, he was a really good player. So having Clayton Toon for his quarterback, I think he's capable of, uh, of a big game. Yeah, absolutely. I love both these lineups. And as I mentioned, just mix and match, whether you're new to DFS or you're a KG veteran, just mix and match those salaries and sprinkle in these hidden gems that we're talking about that will save you salary and, and could be contrarian plays. And as I've mentioned, I know guys that click on this article, they don't, they hardly follow college football. They'll click on this article and listen to this podcast and fill out lineups and make money. Imagine doing that all for free, just clicking a couple buttons on your phone and getting a few hundred dollars, few thousand dollars, Heck, maybe even you win the whole big prize. But if somebody have- wants to win the, the big prize, man, just switch one player in my lineup because every week <laughs> I literally have six or seven <laughs> that go slam off and one player that decides to not do anything or just doesn't play because he's mysteriously hurt. So just switch one player and change it and go with somebody maybe $100, $200 cheaper and, and you might win 50K. But this, I'm telling you, man, these two mock lineups this week, I feel really confident this week in these lineups. I haven't felt this confident in a, in a while. I, I think if I was going to win 50K, it, it would be on one of these two lineups right here. Well, I'm definitely, I know I'm definitely cheering for you because every week you bring the goods, you bring the information, and I know you're cashing every week, but I want you to take the whole thing home. But If you haven't subscribed to our podcast, please do. We do this every week, give out the best information in the biz with the best in the biz with Ryan. Leave us a five-star review. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. I know you're already following Ryan, NCAF Nation 24-7. Follow us on Twitter as well, at Pipeline underscore. Our DMs are open. Feel free to tag us and ask us a question. We'll do the best we can to help you because, like I said, we just love DFS. We love this DraftKings a contest and we love college football i think that's going to put a bow on it we'll see you guys next time on the pipeline award-winning podcast